0: Welcome to Nice Ashes, I'm Nate. And I'm Mike. What
1: are we smoking today, Nate?
0: We are smoking the Gurkha Legrand, also known as the Gurkha Crest.
1: Yes, and I'm excited for this one, because I haven't smoked it before. Mike told
0: me before the episode that he's excited for this one. I don't know if he'll tell you that on the episode or not, but he told me. All right, well, I'm lit.
1: I am as well. Interesting. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: It's almost like we planned to smoke a cigar together on a podcast. I know, right? I know, right? It's weird. Uh, it's, a long, it's a long cigar and um, very medium wrapper. And I think a very, very good airflow for this one. For me. Yeah, mine's lit, moderate. Really easy. Yeah. First couple puffs tastes easy. pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's got good flavor. Like I say, I'm excited. I haven't had this particular cigar before. Um I have had the one that we're gonna have next, but okay, you haven't one. had this one. I have not had this one. No, me so, either. I'm stoked. So this is gonna be uh what would be considered a Mike knows episode, kind of.
0: <laughs> okay, but
1: it's more of a discussion because uh as any listener knows, we record this in the past, right? So uh we are of a, a distance behind you, so uh. Within the last couple of days, uh, a man got charged for a murder in New York. Uh, Jordan Neely was strangled on a train. Do you, Are you aware of this,
0: Nate? I heard about the subway strangler person, but I did mm. not look into it.
1: Okay. So uh, there's a, a Marine who's 24 named Daniel Penny that was charged with manslaughter. And uh, the problem, there's several problems that are going on, but... Uh, the biggest problem is that there was three people involved with the incident other than the victim, and they didn't charge the other two people. They just charged the one guy. And so the way they charged it, it's going to make a big trial, but even if they convict, it's going to get overturned because they didn't charge everybody involved. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, there's a huge media circus around it. Uh, The the mayor is getting involved, and Ocasio-Cortez is getting involved, and they're trying to make it to be a racial crime. Uh, and there's mixed evidence about what happened, and I don't know what happened. Nobody does. They're not releasing the video of the whole incident. So I'm withholding judgment on whether or not it was a crime or not. But yep. that's not really what I want to talk about. This, The reaction of the politicians to try to uh, make it into a circus and whip up their people made me really worried and bothered because... It happens all the time in our society. Uh It reminds me of the Bud Light thing and the Miller Light thing that are going on right now. And I'm sure that people in yeah. the future will remember. And so I did a little bit of research because I'm not sure if you are aware of this. I'm going to look it up. Well, I have all these notes, of course. But Berkshire <laughs> as Hathaway, do. as I always do. Uh Let's see here you know, looking, looking things up the show, right? (laughs) Yeah. So Berkshire Hathaway had a shareholder meeting and they arrested one of their speakers. Did you hear about that?
0: I did not.
1: Okay. So at the Berkshire Hathaway, uh, stockholder meeting, a guy went up to do a proposal, which was going to split the chairmanship and the CEO. I guess it's pretty common. And he made a speech and in the speech he attacked Warren Buffett and he attacked Bill Gates and he brought up, some interesting facts about bill gates and he got booed off the stage and the police arrested him and this guy's like billionaire rich guy right he's super wealthy uh ruling class so he
0: he brought up he brought up things about bill gates mm-hmm. and was arrested mm-hmm.
1: so uh he brought up the fact that the bill and melinda gates foundation was supporting or was enforcing uh crt critical race theory and uh, I learned later, they're also getting behind a lot of the gender ideology that's going around right now. Uh, okay. And it's also not just them. So I kind of want to talk about why there is this agenda right now for gender ideology and critical race theory. I have a idea of why it's becoming popular right now. Uh, so and they, they hit on it a little bit because he said he brought up that Bill Gates was good buddies with Jeffrey Epstein.
0: Because Gates is tied to Epstein.
1: There, his wife divorced him because of his ties to Epstein. She said that in an interview. Okay. Yes, he was extremely tied in, wink wink, with Epstein, Uh, at least according to his ex-wife. So, yeah, joy, joy, right? So this investor got boo-hissed off the stage, and they had the guy arrested and charged with trespassing, which is a pretty okay. crazy cr- crime to do for a guy that's A speaker speaker at your company that owns control stock, who is a billionaire, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So anyway, he brought up the fact that Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation pushes critical race theory. And I did not know that. Did you know that?
0: I did not know that. And I think now, and I've tried to avoid most of this kind of stuff. So maybe help help me out and help any listeners out. Uh, Let's just summarize critical race theory really quick.
1: Okay, critical race theory is the concept that the United States is systemically racist and that all aspects of life boil down to race, basically. Everything is okay. due to race. Uh, and it's controversial. Uh, yeah. So I was like, why the fuck would Bill Gates be pushing this? So I did some research. Yeah. Uh, it's not just Bill Gates that's pushing critical race theory and ge- and gender ideology, right? Uh, okay. It's the Ford family, the Carnegie family, uh the Waltons, the MacArthur Foundation. Uh okay. There's a lot of these super wealthy, the Kellogg families involved. It's these super wealthy families that are pushing critical race theory and gender ideology as a social uh, program, right? And I think that it's not for good. They're not doing this out of the kindness of their hearts. It's very clear to me that it's an attention grabber. It's a wedge issue, and they want people to focus on it. And they specifically yeah. want young, educated people to focus on it.
0: On critical race.
1: On critical race theory and on gender ideology stuff. Oh, okay. They want the activist class, which are young, college-educated people, to be hyper-focused on these things. yeah, So that they're not paying attention to everything else that's going on, right?
0: Right. Well, we know nothing else is going on. It's just these uh, surface issues.
1: Right, right. And so I went down the rabbit hole, the internet rabbit hole, because now that I know that these people are pushing this ideology, there's got to be a yeah. reason, right? And it's to cover up what their misdeeds are. So uh, is any of this new to you?
0: Uh, I guess like, so we kind of went on a little bit of a roller coaster and we've been kind of trying to deal with some of our own, it's a little bit of glitchy tech issues, right? Um, but we started out with a subway strangler. Yes. And then we went to a speaker who gets arrested because he's saying that the Gates and the other corporate persons or people behind the corporate persons are uh, preaching critical race theory. And they are uh, excited about the gender politics going on because it keeps the young college educated people focused on those topics and not at the bigger picture behind the scenes. Is that yes. what you're asking me? yes. How much of it am I aware of? I mean, I'm a, I've am been aware, I guess, for a long time that there's always a bigger picture than whatever the supliferous thing is that the media wants you to think about. So in that right. sense, I'm not surprised. I guess I'm a little more surprised that somebody like Bill Gates, who has, I would say, mostly a reputation of, uh, what I mean, what's his deal? He wants to rid the world of polio or AIDS, or he's like championing against a certain disease with his foundation but i know that recently after the divorce things kind of got a little different so i guess it's a little surprising not overly surprising since i knew he was uh, chummy chummy with epstein but uh, a little surprising he's kind of doubling down a la elon musk i guess
1: right well elon musk is tied in with all this too don't go you know don't kid yourself He's oh, a I'm product not of myself at all. Well, yeah, I I, I I that was a figure of speech, but <laughs> Yeah. Just a figure of speech. Uh, you know, he's just a product of government welfare. Uh Yeah. I was thinking about doing a special on Elon Musk too. That's for a different day.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. before we get more into your thing, I don't know what weight this has because I found it on a meme page of all things. But apparently there's this uh, white woman who the media was lambasting as a racist Karen because she uh, had her bike stolen by a black person. And the media was touting it as, well, she's white and she didn't get to the bike in time. It's one of these rental bikes, right? Like, a I don't know, you pay the money and you rent the bike for an hour or whatever it is. And uh, they were saying, "Well, she's just upset because she didn't get there before the black person got there and the black person got there fair and square and whatever. And apparently there's like receipts showing that this woman paid for her bike ticket and the bike was legitimately stolen. Um, but it's I don't know whether that's here or there if we should even bother looking it up other than to say that I guess the the race politics thing is working because now people are almost more more focused on the race of the players than they are at what the players are actually doing.
1: Yes. Yes, and that goes into this critical race theory, and we got out of college early enough to where it wasn't a factor so much yeah i I found out, and I, like I say, I fell into this rabbit hole they're not it's not a conspiracy uh it cannot be a conspiracy because okay. they're doing it in the open and they're honest about what they're doing sure it's it's they're not conspiring and keeping it secret, they're doing it in public. And they're also trying to actively manipulate society. So people are hyper-focused on nonsense, basically, and not on yeah. them. Right. So have you heard the term feudalism 2.0?
0: Nope. I'm still running the good old uh, 1.0 on my <laughs> laptop. So
1: so feudalism <laughs> 2.0 is comes from a concept that uh, the World Economic Forum put forward a couple years ago called the great reset I'm sure you've heard of the great reset
0: I've heard I've heard of it I can't remember precisely what it means
1: the great reset was an idea put forward by the world economic Forum which is all these rich guys right yeah. that by 2030 their goal as mega corporations is that the average person will own absolutely nothing it, okay. they will rent everything from the owning class everything yeah and thus it's feudalism 2.0 right everybody is now a serf. And I think that a lot of this is all tied in with that goal that the owners want to own everything, including your underwear, and that you as an end user only rent
0: yep well, and they're already doing it with um like Tesla mm-hmm. right? so because if you don't pay, then your car doesn't function, or if you don't subscribe is it all subscription based, right? So if you don't subscribe. Then you don't get uh you don't get functions, functionality of your car. So
1: And Tesla's not alone. Mercedes Benz is doing that, BMW is oh, doing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh and that's just big ticket items. Don't don't mention your phone or any of your yeah. any of the modern Gizmo gadgets that you pay money for are all subscription based services for the most yeah. part. So I think that a lot of it is to take people's attention away from that, but just like anything else, it's not that simple, right? Uh It's to take people's attention away from all the crooked, crazy shit that's going on in the world right now. And it's all reported on, but nobody ever, it never gets traction with people. There is a conspiracy theory that COVID, the COVID pandemic was manufactured to assist these rich guys in accelerating the Great Reset so that they can install Feudalism 2.0. That's the conspiracy theory. Okay. The problem with people who criticize that is that they very clearly are trying to, whether or not they manufacture manage of it. Yeah. Yes. Which brings us into conspiracy, you know, conspiracy territory. Yes. And it's, so this whole great reset thing, it's not the only thing though, right? It's, it's like everything. So, uh, were you aware, for example, that The CDC changed the definition of vaccine in 2021. Nope, yes, oh, yes. So it was uh immunity, vaccines caused or uh caused immunity, okay. And they changed it in 21 to it gives protection, okay, which was the old term for inoculate or uh a therapeutic, right? Oh, got it. And they had to do that because the claims that the COVID-19 vaccine would prevent you from getting COVID, uh, not that they intended it to be a lie.
0: Which makes sense because it was done in kind of a new scientific way, right?
1: So anyway, we have a lot of audio issues right now, and it's bogging me down. I'm sure it's bogging Nate down too.
0: It is bogging me down in the worst possible way. Yeah, Nate's getting sour. I was telling Mike, I just want to record a podcast and smoke and drink. I don't want to be fucking with audio issues. <laughs> I don't know if it's uh, network latency or what it is, but we're using a low latency codec. So I don't know. Impossible. Do you think we're about halfway done with our cigar, Mike?
1: Yeah, I would say we're about halfway. I would say so. It's good. What do you think about it? I like it. It's got a little sour note, I think, though.
0: Okay. Uh, I like it too. I have, uh, because of our past or my past Gurkha experience with the one that was, I thought, fairly sour. Um, I've been trying to smoke this one a little, little slower, and it's helped that I've been trying to troubleshoot some tech issues in between, so. Sure. Mine's almost gone out twice.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, and I'm going mouth. real slow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had to relight, though. Okay. Yes. So, anyway, this is all, it's all a long direction to get to, uh, the masters are purposely trying to keep us ignorant about what's actually going on. And they're doing it in plain sight. So it's not a conspiracy because they're, they're doing it openly.
0: Yeah.
1: All these crazy stories are happening in the open. It's just uh, people are, for example, the Jordan Neely thing. People are so focused on it and the politicians want to whip people up about this nonsense. Yeah. And they don't want you to focus on the fact that Jordan Neely fell through the cracks of the system. He really should have been helped. He had serious mental health problems. He never should have been in that position in the first place. And the yeah. politicians who are whipping people up about the race issues are the ones who failed him.
0: Well, would you say it's the same uh, in some in some sort, some sense, uh, with kind of the gun control stuff? Like most of these shooters, most of these people, they, um, they need mental help.
1: Yes, I would say it's very similar. Right. They, they don't want to talk about universal health care because yeah. the masters don't want us to
0: have it. Even though they themselves have it.
1: Oh, yes. They, they have their own
0: health care plan.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And so this ties in with these crazy stories. Yeah. Uh, one of the biggest corruption uh, exposures is happening right now with the Supreme okay. Court. Are you aware of what's going on?
0: I am not. Uh, but before we get into that sour topic, I wanted to let you know that I have been detecting some sour hints from my cigar after you called my attention to it. Mm. Uh, and now that I've kind of calmed down a little bit, my blood pressure is kind of back to normal um, after all of our tech issues, which I think I resolved uh, magically um, doing some stuff. So <laughs>
1: magically, magic. I'm sure it's way above my head, above my pay grade. Ah, eh, could be
0: tough to say. Probably. Anyway, uh, so Supreme Court sourness uh, stuff going on, uh, hit me with it.
1: So it's been revealed that every Supreme Court justice, in their own way, is taking bribes. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, why wouldn't they? So uh, Thomas, Justice Thomas, is the most egregious one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I'm sorry. Uh, Yes. Yes, he is. Yes. That that we know know of yet. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that we know know of right now.
1: To be clear, what we know of right now. So he was taking gifts worth tens of millions of dollars from a billionaire who he was ruling on in court cases.
0: That's, That's totally not a conflict of interest. It's not
1: against the law. So, what's been revealed (laughs) is that basically the Supreme Court has no rules about their conduct.
0: Yeah. Why would they?
1: Why would they? Only the
0: highest court of the land.
1: Yeah. And there's no rules preventing them from taking bribes, basically.
0: Well, they're kind of put there in weird ways, too, you know, like, because they're nominated or, you know, by the current president. So. It's not like they did a good job judging or something. There's not like a I mean they still have to go through the acceptance process, right? They don't everybody doesn't get confirmed. Um there's a process that they go through, but it's not like not like they took home a gold in in judging or something. Right. So,
1: some of them were court ju- were federal judges beforehand, but most yeah. of them are very politically connected. Yeah. So, yeah, Thomas was the worst cuz him and his wife were taking multi-million dollar vacations every year for the last, like, 30 years.
0: Well, and didn't his daughter get put <laughs> through school by the, by the guy, the donor? Or don't we know? I don't know. Probably. Okay. I don't know if that's a for sure thing. I thought I saw something about that, but... Oh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Who knows? Indeed. So, so what you're saying is the rest of the Supreme Court is not necessarily any different.
1: No, they're exactly the same. So Neil Gorsuch made somewhere between 250,000 and 500,000 in real estate deals to a, one of the law firms that goes in front of the court. Okay. Yes. And I I'm I'm putting up my little fingers for emphasis. Somewhere between <laughs> 250 and 500,000, yeah. which is a meaningless figure. We don't know. He's been selling real estate to the law firm that he's judging on. Yeah. Uh Sotomayor. so we're not trying to attack just Republicans. Sotomayor ruled on a court case for a book publisher that paid her $500,000 for her
0: book. Okay. Small price to pay for a book.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. That was her advance. It was oh, okay. so she got a half a million dollar advance, and then she was ruling on cases involving the publisher before she wrote the book. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So it's,
0: it's corrupt. No foul play there.
1: Right. And you have to realize or remember that these are also the same people that said corporations giving unlimited amounts of money to politicians does not have the appearance of corruption.
0: Yes, because why would that?
1: Right. So why would that? Appear
0: corrupt to those that are getting unlimited amounts of money from corporations.
1: Right. Legally. Perfectly legal. Indeed. Indeed. It is uh, psychotic. So I read a Wall Street Journal article. Yeah, And people are defending the justices embezzling money.
0: I don't know how you possibly could.
1: Or taking bribes. Because they're elites as well. All the elites like this system of no consequences. Yeah. Shocker, right? Big surprise there. So, again, it's like stories that people should be infuriated about.
0: Yeah, but we're too upset about uh, gender and race baiting, dude.
1: That's exactly it. Who and that's has the, strategy. the
0: time for any of this Supreme Court stuff? That stuff's so, right.
1: so far away from us. So it's not just them, of course, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- Nestle, and this, I was <laughs>
0: Here we go. Ter-
1: tertiarily aware of this issue. Yeah. So the ex CEO of Nestle said that water was not a human right and that it should be commoditized and sold to people. Yeah. Yes, of course.
0: Well, of course you so, say that.
1: Of course he would say that, right? So in Michigan, Nestle has bottling plants. Yeah. And that's where we get our water in this state if you buy a bottled water. Most likely it's made by Nestle.
0: Yeah. It's
1: probably bottled in Michigan, right? So in Michigan, Nestle makes $343 million from the bottled water just from Michigan. Yeah. It's 200 million gallons of water. Oh no! I'm sorry. 130 million gallons of water that they're okay. taking from Michigan and putting in bottles and selling to you and I. How much money a year do you think Nestle pays for that 130 million gallons that they're making? 343 million dollars of the profit on.
0: I don't know. Let's say like twenty thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> Two hundred dollars a year is what they pay okay. in the state of Michigan. Okay.
0: I mean my my number was laughable in comparison to the the profit that they get, right?
1: Yes, it was. Yes uh, it was. And the
0: the, the true <laughs> amount is even more more so.
1: Yes. So the guy who says that water should be privatized
0: pays $200 uh, a year for his water.
1: Pays $200 a year for the water that he's making $343 million of the profit on. <laughs> And I guess love that this it. happens all over the world with Nestle. Like this is just one factory that we know oh, about.
0: Oh yeah, and if you get into their chocolate stuff and how they employ slave labor to, you know, pick the beans and everything, like it's a whole whole thing. Oh, I'm sure. Probably a whole I'm episode sure. or two if we were to get into it. Are you relighting right. yours? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mine's got become quite sour. I'm. Not much past halfway, and mine went out. Okay. And it's not sour,
1: but it's got that hint of sourness to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. This one might I, be a short stick.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've uh, not been overly impressed with this one so far, Mm-mm. unfortunately. I was looking well, forward to it. It's got, only because positive,
1: it's got positive notes to it, and I was excited. I was really excited. And it's got positive notes to it, but I don't think I'd buy another one. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah, I think I would not either. Um, I don't know. You know this one, and then what was it? It was uh, was it the beauty that I had had sour sourness with, and I was smoking too fast and stuff. Um, I
1: think it was the beauty. Yeah. Yeah. I just the lighter you know, wrapper. S-
0: some of these are really good, and some of these are kind of middling. I guess is maybe how I would uh, define them. I would say
1: so. This this is not as good as a dark shirk.
0: N- no. At least the dark shark's consistent, Uh, there's no sourness in the flavor, what little there is. Right. Yeah. It's definitely not as good as a shrew. No. (laughs) So,
1: but yeah, so this asshole, mega wealthy guy wants to privatize water and sell everything to everybody, right? But his corporation didn't pay for their water, they just profiteered. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, I don't know why people aren't boycotting Nestle, and- The chocolate thing is also true.
0: Yeah. I think the trouble is you can't, it's too complicated to boycott anything these days because literally everything you get is manufactured, sold by three or four corporations that own everything, right? Right. Uh, Through all these different umbrellas and, and whatnot. And if you boycott Nestle, well, there goes pretty much a lot of things you consume. Yeah, there's not oh, a lot, yeah. lot of options left over for you. So, because even if you boycott just the pure Nestle brand, well, they own all these other brands. So then what? You're, you can't stop buying the other brands, but then you're still, I mean, Nestle's still getting the same cut that they would if you were just buying straight Nestle products. So. Right. You and can't.
1: Nestle doesn't own Nestle. They're owned by an investment company that owns yeah. a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. So they don't care. Well, why would they care? They don't. Yeah. They don't care. the Nestle bottles a whole bunch of different waters that are all branded differently. Yeah. Yep. So there's a, I mean.
0: And, and a bunch of different chocolate bars that are all branded differently and maybe have different, you know, companies on them. Mm-hmm.
1: That's impossible to get away. Yeah. So I don't know why people aren't more outraged about that, you know, because they're what they're worried about fucking Dylan Mulvaney or something. Nonsense.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: Freak. But you know what I'm saying. People really get yeah, upset be, about I that mean, stuff. I mean,
0: be upset about what you want to be upset about. But so presumably, Nestle owns uh, Karina, Friskies, Fancy Feast, uh, whole, a whole slew of others. Uh, Kit Kat, Oh Henry, Crunch, Smarties. I'm just doing kind of the highlights from each box. Uh, Nerds, Sweet Tarts, Scab Stoppers, uh Pe- the Perrier water, Nestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nestle Pure Life, uh, S Pellegrino, uh, something spring Montclair and Vittel, All those are waters. They own, uh, Garnier, uh, shampoos and things, um, uh, Maybelline, the body shop. Uh, so the body shop is owned by Nestle. They own Gerber, Nesquik, Chefmate, Power Bar, uh, Ralph Lauren, uh, Diesel, a bunch of other clothing brands that I don't, uh, oh, Uh, Armani. Uh, Nescafe, tass- uh, Taster's Choice, Coffee Mate, Nespresso, Dryers, uh, of course, Nestle, Drumstick, Hot Pockets, Stofers, and Delicio. So, and that's just a couple from each. I mean, they own uh, L'Oreal and Wonka as well. So, those are just like the top two to four from each box on this chart, this flow chart of what Nestle right. owns. So, are you going to get away from them?
1: Well, and that's not even Probably covering not. the other properties that Nestle's owner owns. Well, See yeah, I am saying they yeah. might own Hershey's. Who the hell knows? You know what I am saying? They,
0: well, yeah, I don't
1: know. It's not public information, or no, if it is or public you have to do a information, whole bunch it's of, not broadcast. Research, yeah. yeah, it's just um, like and I'd so say- like
0: kind of the big ones are Kraft, Nestle, P and G, Johnson and Johnson, Unilever, Mars, Kellogg, General Mills, and PepsiCo. Mm-hmm. are kind of the uh, the big ones as far as like companies that own everything that we consume on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and we must consume more. Right.
1: Yeah, and they want... It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And they're destroying the planet with their fucking plastic bottles, you know? Yep. And there's layers and layers to it. And there's yes. no price for that. They don't have to pay for any of that cleanup.
0: Nope. Uh, uh, but you and I thing. have to pay because we have to use a plastic straw every time we drink something. Right. Right. It's or I mean it's a paper just, straw, sorry. A paper straw. straw.
1: Right. Yeah, well, you know, that plastic straws what's destroying the environment. Yeah, not it's Elon not the,
0: Musk's spaceship blowing up. Right. Not, it's not, not the Nestle batteries in your slave electric car. Labor. Yeah, not right. Tesla's electric batteries. Apple's no. batteries and and chips. That, you know, strip mining for the lithium or whatever it is.
1: Right. It's 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 not that. It's not the slave factory that it's, they make It's your my it's
0: my in. yeah, <laughs> it's my plastic straw.
1: Yeah, it's the plastic straw. It's ridiculous. It's all nonsense.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, these companies pretend, like Pfizer tries to pretend like they're some good guy. They made $7.5 billion from the fucking government last year.
0: Yeah, well, you and know. then we did the eggs. Didn't we talk about the eggs? Like the egg company or whatever was like, oh, we don't have enough eggs, and the egg prices skyrocketed. Well, it turns out they made like 743% profit during that mm-hmm. month that egg prices skyrocketed. Um, and then all these uh, insulin companies... Uh, came came out together, and they were like, "Oh yeah, 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 we're gonna make uh, all of our insulin thirty-seven dollars a box of insulin for thirty-seven dollars." Well, the guy who invented artificial insulin like sold his patent for a dollar because he thought that everybody should have access to insulin for free or for a dollar or for a very cheap amount, and so all these insulin companies came out and said, "Oh yeah, 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 we're gonna make our insulin thirty-seven dollars." Well, that's not what I had to pay in my co-pay with insurance when I went to go get my insulin the other day. So I don't know who's buying what these people are selling.
1: Uh, people do, though. Yeah, I know. People do, though. I personally know people who are angry at Bud Light, like legitimately.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's lots of reasons to be angry at Bud Light. They're buying up every microbrewery. So they're they're like the Nestle of the beer industry. A lot of the microbrewers well, you think you like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. InBev. Um Anheuser-Busch, whatever, but it's all the same thing, right? They're buying up everything, and it's all every every time you buy a craft beer—not every time, but a lot of the big craft beers. Every time you buy one of those, it's money in in Budweiser's pocket. So you wanna you wanna boycott Bud Light? Good, go drink your craft beer that they also produce and make money off of. Like, there's you can't Mm -hmm. do it. There's you know, and then and then that's maybe the biggest failing now is like capitalism at one point used to mean you could vote with your dollar, basically, as the consumer. Like, more of the power was with the consumer. But you've got all these major conglomerations that own everything in their spheres of industry, and you can't get away from them. You can't cut them off. Yep. Like, it's, it's impossible. It's, it's impossible.
1: And the news, the news media corporations are tied in with these massive corporations, and they try oh, to yeah. protect them by misinforming people
0: yeah and the politicians too I mean all they all these companies have to do is get big enough so that they can buy some of their competitors and buy a politician or two and then and then that's it, and they don't have to worry about it because usually with the politician comes the media so
1: oh sure I mean that's it's like the Speaker of the House now it's Kevin McCarthy. Yep. It was Nancy Pelosi. I don't think people are aware that you become Speaker of the House because you generate the most money. And then yeah. you pay, you know, so these guys are hyper-corrupt. They're getting hundreds of millions of dollars from corporations. And then yeah. they take their pile and they divvy it out to, their, to these other people in their party for their vote to become Speaker yeah. of the House. So they're all corrupted by this money system. All of them. It's insanity. Yeah.
0: Well, and all you have to do, if you don't believe Mike or myself, is look up any one of the people in Congress, wherever, what have you, at the national level, and you look up their net worth and realize that they're all there on like a salary of $200,000 a year. So where's all that net worth coming from? Right. I mean, you, you figure it out.
1: <laughs> look at Joe Biden. Perfect example. Yeah. You know, not only is the, he the last Dixiecrat in the government, he started in government 50 years ago as a young man, yeah. not having any money, and now he's a multimillionaire. But how did that happen when he was working for, he's in an elected office the entire time? He's
0: working for us the entire right. time. Right, yeah. Why, why does he have all these
1: crazy, multi-layered corporate entities that he owns that are laundering money? Yeah. You know, shocker, right? Yep,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, and he's shocker. not the only one. I mean, you know, people no. can get all up in arms about, well, you're attacking Biden and he's a nice old man. <clears throat> well, he may he's be. not
1: a nice old man. Probably
0: not uh but it's true of any politician it just happens he happens to be the current sitting president so he's the one we're going to we're going to talk about uh but Absolutely. all of these all of these politicians have their own little umbrella corporations and money laundering schemes and and PACs and super PACs and various funds and and fundraisers and donations and things that they all do and if you look at the pandora and panama papers all of these people in power in the government or in industry uh have all their own offshore bank accounts where they can skirt the US tax system that they then use as sound bites when they go on the news and tell us, well, we need to get these people to pay more taxes. Well even if we passed a higher effective tax rate for these millionaires billionaires, they would never pay the same rate anyway because they're shielding most of their money offshore. It it wouldn't even matter. You could you could give them a hundred percent tax rate and they would still be the wealthiest people on the planet because Most of their income doesn't show in America.
1: Right. Right. And like Mitt Romney, he doesn't have an income because all of his money is all this profits come from stocks and shit, which is not income. And they made the rules to where you can't tax that at the same rate. I think the tax rate is like 13%, but they can write off a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. You know, charitable donations is just another way for them to launder money back to themselves. Yeah. Especially when you're big like Donald Trump, who's got his own foundation. So, if he gives enough to his own foundation, he doesn't have to pay any tax to the federal government. Yeah. For example, not just Donald Trump, it's Mitt Romney, it's all these super rich guys. Oh, yeah. So, and then, of course, that foundation. People that
0: should be politicians or should be serving the people, but aren't.
1: Right. This is a a change of topic. It's along the same vein. Biden announced a while ago that he had an EV plan. And the federal government yes. is going to invest billions of dollars, and they're going to build 500,000 electric charging stations across the country. Did you hear yeah. about this?
0: I heard briefly about it. It's one of those things where it's kind of like student loan debt relief. It's either not going to happen, or it's going to be wildly inefficient when it does.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let's just say, for the sake of argument, yes, that the plan will work, and they're actually going to put 500,000 electrical charging stations. His goal, or the administration's goal, is that by 2030, one half of all vehicles sold in the country are going to be electric vehicles. And, and that, I
0: think 500,000 charging stations is enough then.
1: No, it's nowhere near enough. Nowhere near enough. Uh, it's a joke. It All it is, and this is my opinion, it's just giving a tax subsidy to Elon Musk,
0: basically. Oh, yeah.
1: Basically. Because his company is producing in the United States... And they're going to have to build these in the United States. Yeah. And it's just a way to funnel money to rich people from your tax dollars. Yes. Just like SpaceX, right? A third of SpaceX's money comes directly from the federal government. Yeah. All it is is a way to funnel your tax dollars to Elon Musk.
0: Because he certainly needs more money. Right. That's the but other he's losing money every too, day. is like, well, good. Yeah. Maybe we can get him to lose more money every day, and then we don't have to read <laughs> about him in the papers. Oh, well. um, Or, you know, we could just share that picture of him and Ghislaine Maxwell and get Mm -hmm. him arrested like he should be. (laughs) But, you know, it's like, that's the thing. It's like all these rich people, once you get to a certain level of rich, then you get all of these other people that are just willing to bend over backwards for a small fee, I'm sure, uh, to get funnel more money into your pocket. And it's like, well, you already have more than enough money that you would ever possibly need for generations Uh, But what you have to get even more from building 500,000 electric charge stations, you can't possibly 500,000
1: electric charge stations that there's not a plan to build a singular a single nuclear power plant to power. How are we going to power these charging stations? We don't have the electrical grid to do it. Yeah, we don't. And we don't have people to build it. There's fewer electricians now than there was when I started my career right? Yeah. That's one of the major points that I liked about it. the industry when I got into it is that it's declining in numbers and demand is going up. So profitability, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's going to turn, I'll, I'll only ever make more and more because there's fewer and fewer electricians every year has been for yeah. years. And they know this. Yeah. They've known about it forever. This total insanity. And then there's a question about whether or not we even have enough lithium on the planet. To be able to make all these electric cars, because there's no way to recover the lithium from the batteries, from what I understand. And the cobalt, too. Yeah, or
0: it's too expensive for them to redo it.
1: Right. It's too expensive, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. But do we even have the resources to be able to do this? And probably not. There's some Chinese scientists that are saying that they have sodium battery technology. And Chinese scientists say a lot of things that aren't true. Like I have no faith that that is going to turn out. to. Yeah, like uh,
0: COVID didn't come from a bat.
1: Mm-hmm. not a raccoon dog.
0: It didn't come from a lab in Wuhan. That's what Chinese scientists say.
1: hmm Yeah, the, the virus that broke out in Wuhan definitely did not come from the Wuhan COVID virus research facility.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying one way or the other. I don't want to get conspiracy people upset with me or non-conspiracy people upset with me. I'm just saying, how can you believe anything anybody says? Hardly. Right.
1: It. It's... You have to use a especially lot of critical when thinking. Mo- when
0: most, <laughs> yeah, especially when most of most, well, all of the Supreme Court is on the take, and all of Congress is on the take, and all of our national politicians, for sure, are on the take. Uh, that doesn't really that doesn't really give anybody or doesn't give me a whole lot of confidence in anything that I hear uh, no. from that level, anyway.
1: Well, everybody needs to remember that in two thousand eight, when it was. Black Jesus going against the most evil man in the world, John McCain, or, reverse, the great white hope John McCain versus the evil black communist who was born in Kenya, however you want to look at it, Halliburton, which was run by Dick Cheney, the ex-Republican vice president, gave the same amount of money to each campaign. They didn't care who won. All they wanted was leverage.
0: And I'm guessing to this day, they still don't care.
1: Why would it matter? We don't they to them it does not matter,
0: not in the least. But it matters to you and me, and we can keep fighting about it instead of doing something to fix the entire system.
1: Right? Yeah, we can we can argue about you know whether the next person who's going to run for president is going to be just as corrupt as the last. Yeah,
0: or we can say I'm not going to drink that beer because their spokesperson has something in their pants that I don't like.
1: Yes, or or you know yeah. whatever whatever. Yeah, they they came up with an ad campaign that offended your sensibilities. Dove did the same thing. I'm sure you saw that. No. Uh, oh, yeah. They made some weird ad campaign about fat girls playing video games. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's real. Why is Dove involved with uh, video games? I don't know. <laughs>
0: I mean, if you want video <laughs> gamers to bathe more, surely there's a more effective way to to do a personal hygiene campaign than whatever they came up with.
1: Oh, it's... You look it up. It's fine. I mean, it's it's funny to me, but people are getting upset, of course.
0: Well, and so I I was on uh, uh, talking to one of my other buddies, and I'm like, I just don't understand, like the whole Eminem thing. And this is old news, even even now when we're recording it, and it'll be even older when you're listening to this. But uh, the the cartoon Eminem's shoes were too sexy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... It doesn't make any sense to me. I... It doesn't matter to me. I, I know no, people get upset about I, that. People get upset, but like... Like, what? Like, it's an M&M. They, they literally, on the Caramel M&M package, they have two M&Ms ripping apart an M&M that, uh, okay, doesn't have a face or arms or legs, but they're, they're ripping apart an M&M, and they are M&Ms. So are they ripping apart one of their kind to spill the ooey gooey caramel goodness uh that makes up his his blood and marrow and guts and everything or is it or is it now and this is going out on a limb or is it simply a marketing campaign a marketing tactic to show you that inside this m&m in this package is caramel goodness in the middle or is it cannibalism murder evilness i I don't know right like good god people does it matter I mean, what you know, uh, what was it, Camel Joe or Joe the Camel or whatever? The smoke, the marble, the camel thing. He was smoking yep. all the time. Like, are we are we anti-camel? Anti-camels? I don't know. I mean, whatever.
1: Yep. And that's, you know, instead of focusing on things that matter, like I brought up two stories about police abuse. Yeah. Uh, and the moral of the story is that the police almost killed somebody by putting them on a train track. And then yep. the other case was they allowed a woman who was complaining that she was having health issues, who was arrested in front of a hospital, they allowed her to die in the backseat of the car, right? Yeah. And the cops have faced no repercussions for these misconducts. And people just don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, the po- police are your hero. Well, they're not. They're just human beings that have difficult jobs and they yeah. make mistakes. But some of it is outright cruel. And when they are cruel, they almost never face consequences. And there's good reason for that, because the people who are rich and powerful need those police to beat down the poor if they ever decide to rise up. Yeah. That's exactly why.
0: To quash the (laughs) dissent.
1: Yes. You know, it's just like Waltz, who is like, the liberals love him. He ordered people to be shot down on their own property for being outside of their homes during a curfew. That's insanity, and he got reelected.
0: I am pretty strongly okay. anti curfew.
1: I am very, uh, I'm against curfews. I don't care if there's riots or not. Go and beat up the
0: rioters, then you know. Yeah, stop the riot. Stop the riot. Yeah,
1: leave leave the other people alone. Right, I'm not pro riot necessarily.
0: Well, uh, I, I mean, I am not pro riot either. I need my official government transcript. Read that. Uh, there are certain <laughs> times where rioting may be warranted. I have not seen one in my lifetime, uh, yada, yada. And don't riot, people, and always obey your local curfew. Yes. For, for legal reasons. Everything else we're talking about, if it seems like we're giving you anti-curfew or pro-riot uh, sentiment, that is only an educational discourse, not a practical put-into-practice discourse.
1: Yes, it is just a point of conversation. We are not encouraging people to go to the governor's mansion and kill everybody inside of it.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, we are definitely not, not that. We
1: are, we are not advising people to do that or promoting that idea
0: in any way. No. We are against it. We are against it. If you know some politicians that need a little touch-up on their haircut, uh, we know a good barber.
1: <laughs> well, that was like, obviously the Minneapolis riots were crazy, right?
0: Well, yeah.
1: And uh but notice they didn't go to like the police chief's house or the mayor's house. You know what I mean? Like no, why they just are you? Burn writing... down
0: local businesses.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, burn down the glass shop or whatever. Like why? Yeah. Or burn down the liquor store. Yep. Yeah. So let's do our uh was our tire shop that got burned down it's like yep. come on.
0: Just a lot of local businesses. Nothing to do with any corporations or anything, you know. Right. Like, okay. I don't
1: feel bad for Target Corp, but what did that Target do to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Or the Cub Foods, right? Like, what? (laughs) I'm surprised that they rebuilt in that neighborhood, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's kind of a shithole. They probably put put in a few more, they
0: probably put in a few more sprinkler systems.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they put in a few more security measures for crowd control.
0: Yeah, some more anti-homeless architecture right pinches with spikes and that sort of thing
1: right yeah i mean i guess it was in the vicinity of the police precinct but yeah all the same like wouldn't it be more effective to like protest in front of like i don't know the capitol building or something instead of you know burning down businesses
0: <laughs> yeah you would think i mean i think because it happened in that like hyper local like neighborhood community like they all kind of got wound up about it And I'm not saying like, I don't mean wound up like unjustifiably wound up. I mean like they should have been wound up, but I think everybody else should have been wound up too. The problem is it wasn't in everybody else's neighborhood because Minneapolis is a big city and not everybody wanted to make the trek down there to go burn the local grocery store or whatever it was, right? So it wasn't like... It wasn't like they, they got upset in their community and said, we have to march on the Capitol. Anybody who wants police reform, come with us and march on the Capitol. They just kind of started burning down their community, which is fine right. because uh, I don't live there. So burn away, I guess. But it's that, what is it going to change? It's not going to change anything. Right. Not that yeah, marching on the Capitol would change anything sketchy. either, but you'd get a little bit better traction nationally if you have a peaceful march on the Capitol.
1: Right, and also notice that nothing has meaningfully changed.
0: No, absolutely not. Right. It's been nothing three years. Nothing has changed.
1: Yep, nothing changed. You know, I guarantee you, you would have had better odds if you would have went to the mayor's, you know, the mayor's house. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yep. But, uh, speaking about going to the mayor's house, I just kind of put my cigar out because it's not, not enjoyable for me.
1: Mine w- went out, and I really had no desire to relight it, to be honest okay.
0: with you. Well, do you have any more points about uh, corporations running everything and how we should all uh, say our nightly prayers to Elon Musk before bed?
1: <laughs> no, not really. I, uh, it's just people need to be more aware that all these gender and race issues are being largely generated by the corporate masters to distract you. And I'm not saying that there's not injustice in the world, uh, but uh, you have to be really critical. When you hear the politicians drumming up shit about Jordan Neely, when it's like they're responsible, they're responsible for their, that guy's living condition, which is horrible, yeah. right? H- homeless guy with mental health problems. Why, you know, that's their fault, oh, their yeah. fault, and they're especially trying to-
0: since our generation for sure has been kind of on the campaign, and and generations younger than us, Mike. I've been on the campaign for like, why don't we have universal health care? Why don't we have some of these programs? Why don't we have a lot of the same stuff that other developed countries have? Yep. And now oh. it's, oh, well, you know, this guy or this crazy shooter or this crazy whatever, and this crazy thing happened and this race thing happened. This And we're, and we're, and we're not saying that race and gender are not important things to be talking about. I think they're very important things to be talking about. I think there are maybe more pressing things that we as a society could be talking about to make the gender and race topics not an issue. You know what I mean? Like if we could solve universal health care, would we not solve a lot of the race and gender things along with it?
1: They don't want to talk about that, right? I know. Joe Biden said that if universal health care made it to his desk, he'd veto it.
0: Yeah. Good for him. Yeah.
1: And Joe Biden was the one that broke the union or uh, the railroad strike and forced the railroad contract that the railroad gave to the union. He's he forced it on the most union friendly president in modern times forced an evil corporate contract that the union did not accept. Yeah. You know, so he forced all these workers to accept a bad deal at the barrel of a gun. Yeah. And yet that's not an issue. You know, nobody's bringing that up. Uh it should be an issue I know I know some railroaders that have very sour feelings towards the Democrats right now,
0: oh yeah, so
1: anyway, but yeah, doesn't that
0: surprise me No, so the Gurkha crest, Mike uh I would not buy it again. nope, it wasn't offensively bad, um no, it, it was good. one of those where just it wasn't really kinda good enough to make the effort to keep smoking right, yeah, it turned sour, which is unfortunate um. But We have to call them how they are. So, right. Not a, not a recommend on this one. No, unfortunately, it was not. But worth we've it. <laughs> got one more Gurkha to go. So, join us next week. Be safe, everyone.